0: Uh, where did I put that quantum singularity thruster? It's got to be here. Maybe I put it with the... Uh, did I put it with the the, the, the Higgs boson microscope? I really can't tell any of these things together. Where's the damning tones when you... Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I can hear myself. Hold on. Oh, oh. Hello? Hello? Yes? Ah, very sorry. I didn't see you come in. It's me. Niles Cave-in-Bottom's Burial the Third. And I'm just making a few little tweaks to the, um... <laughs> 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 um of the magic of podcasting. Ah, oh, the glorious theater of the... Theater of the... Oh, blast, what is it? The theater of the... Uh, Mind! Yes, the theater of the mind. Has worked its magic again. I knew it was working all along, gentle listeners. Anyway, as you know, it's me, Niles Kleptomania Barrier. I have a time machine. I got it when Uncle Hartnell passed on. Turns out this is the one he didn't really like using. I just happened to be able to drive it like a pro. Some misadventures happened, etc, etc, etc. And you have, of course, the restroom of History's Mysteries. Well, with the most splendid introduction out of the way, what say we get to the meat of today's interview adventure through time, eh? Today we travel back to 1947 in the area of New York known as Harlem, named after the old suburb outside of Amsterdam, you know. And it's an Amsterdam good thing too. No, no. Actually, wait. If you'll stop interrupting, I'll get on with the introduction. Ahem. Uh, uh, yes. Now, 1947, Colliers. Oops. In the words of a fellow time traveler,
1: spoilers.
0: Ah, blast. Well, the cat's out of the bag now, and the budgie's down the spout. Let's get the hamster back on the compost heap and the tarantula back in the eighth dimension. So, the Colliers, as you doubtless know, were a pair of brothers who lived in the dead parents' house and amassed an enormous assortment of clatter, machinery, ephemera, and rubbish. They died in March of 1947 due to complications from living in absolute squalor. Langley Collier died after being crushed by a stack of piles and his invalid brother Homer died days later of starvation. But today I am going to meet them and I'm going to find out what attracted them to their hoarding lifestyle so that I can heroically prevent their grimly poetic demise. Was it a popular fad in the Roaring Twenties like pole-sitting and proto-Nazi race theories? Or was it more personal? Perhaps hoarding was the family business. Did old man Koya load up a wagon with all the clutter he could find and ride up the frontier of Fifth Avenue blazing a trail to 128th Street? Perhaps we'll never know. Or perhaps we will. For today, we'll travel back to 1947 and learn as much as we can about the Collier brothers, Langley and Homer Collier. Join me now as I step through time and arrive at a brownstone filled with junk. Onward to things that have already happened on the restry of History's Mysteries. I hope none of you mind if I borrow a gag from last week's episode, but I needed to wake up old Rexy here, my trusty uh, (laughs) tape-recording robot, yes, that's the ticket, to add a disclaimer to this episode. When I went into this whole concept of visiting the Collier Brothers, I thought that maybe I could help a pair of innocuous junk hoarders become better individuals. And besides, helping out leeward cases like this is really great for the PR. Helps when the papers publish these philanthropic events that I choose, and not headlines like, Barrier Boils, Barrier Reef with Beef Bullion. I'll never hear the end of that one. To give you the straight poop, Turns out that the Koyas are terrible, insulting, fiendish, disgusting, racist, xenophobic, loud, smelly, and just all around... Look, you don't want them at a dinner party if you get the cut of my crust. I tell you this because their racism caught me off guard. And it may catch you off guard as well. Just keep in mind that, well... These are really horrible people. Just the worst. They smelled of mothballs and accumulatra. The hoarding was honestly one of the better qualities. Did I actually save them from themselves? That's where you'll need to bend an ear in. Not too hard, though. I need you to come back next week and find out for yourself.
2: Mind the Oh yes,
3: hello. Ah. ah, Who are you? How did you get in here?
0: Uh, m- me? Well, uh, m- uh, my, uh, my name is uh, Niles Higgins Mortimeria the Third. And I'm from the... Uh, wait! Aside. I must maintain the space-time continuum. Out loud. Um, I'm from the giant stacks of assorted Junk Appreciation Society, and we've awarded you and your brother the blue ribbon for being definitely good and not pathetic.
3: Wow. A blue ribbon for us? Boy, wait until Homer hears about this. Oh, where are my manners? My name is Langley. Langley Collier. My brother Homer and I live here, and I take care of him. He's an invalid, you know.
0: Yes, yes, I believe I read something about that on the Wikipedia page. The what? Oh, um, good gracious, oh yes, uh... uh, Wikipedia at this point, is there? Um, it's a dirty upstart anarchist newspaper. Never mind. Uh,
3: Anarchists. You know... This used to be a nice neighborhood. When we moved into Harlem, it was all middle-class white people who respected tradition and Darwinist economics. Then the gerbils moved in. Pardon? You know, the flugelhorns. Um,
0: come again?
3: The mushrooms. The spit-shines. The palindromes. The cummerbunds The gloamings. Gloamings? The- the banshee symposia Good oh gracious. come on the buttonhole rubrics the flocculating uh, slum gullians the wait hold on lately are you referring to
0: african american
3: what like tarzan no i mean oh
0: dear um my goodness. Wow. Oh, right in the
3: multiculturalism.
0: Um hey, uh look at that. A sudden transition away from that outburst. Uh, where is your
3: brother? Oh. Homer's upstairs. Come, I'll introduce you. I'll just play a little transition music with this one-man band rig I'm working on.
0: Technically music, wasn't it?
3: Technically, thanks. What a nice compliment. Here, come upstairs. I'll introduce you to Homer. Oop, mind the calliope. The
0: calliope? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh good Um, well, uh, dear listeners, uh, we're walking up the stairs and hugging the rail as the wall is full of holes and... Various representatives of the older rodentia are enjoying some sort of a trail made of soup cans and crutches and string. And I'm seeing good lord. just piles of hats. And uh, I think this is a stack of tickets to Yankees games. And this
3: is a wool bond, isn't it? Absolutely. Number 3,247 out of only 5,000 made. It's got the original bronze foil as well.
0: Well, uh, that is uh, certainly
3: materialistic. Boy, aren't you a complimentary fellow.
0: And uh, I see a whole box of... um, Is that spats? Like, for people's shoes? Well, never mind. Anyway, because we've arrived at the top of the stairs, and my feet only broke through 11 of them.
3: Homer's right in here. I hope he's in a good mood today. I've brought a guest, Homer. Lively,
4: you big dummy. You know this is my special time with Elizabeth. I'm sorry, honey, I didn't mean to drop you, but somebody doesn't know how to knock.
3: I'm sorry, Homer. Here's your mannequin back.
4: She's my wife and she's alive. Even without an arm, she's
3: more woman than you'll ever be. Uh, Yes, fine, fine. Uh, Homer, we've got a visitor today. He wants to talk to us. Get
4: him away. Outsiders just want to take a junk and murder us with a communist leanings and dirty foreign gym warfare.
3: Oh, Homer, let's not have a sour day again.
4: Don't give me that sour day, applesauce. You know that the only person we can trust is that Mr. Goldberg.
3: Yes, Homer, I know you like Mr. Goldberg, but this gentleman seems safe.
4: No, they're all disgusting. Lousy kids fight a few Nazis, and the whole generation thinks they're so great.
3: Now, Homer, let's settle down. I think Mr. Goldberg will visit uh, today. Uh, excuse me, uh, uh, who's Mr. Goldberg? Uh, Rube Goldberg. He's a cartoonist.
0: Uh, yes, the famous Rube Goldberg machine.
3: Oh, you know of him. Isn't he clever? Uh,
0: yes, quite. Uh, so, so he comes and he actually, he comes and visits you?
3: Oh, yes. He says Homer and I are his muse. He likes our little machines. Ah, that must be him now.
2: Shall I, uh, go
0: and answer the door for you?
3: Oh, no. That would ruin the fun. Just wait. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh-huh. And I think he's just, um. Uh, Hello,
0: Collier! Uh,
1: Hi, Rube!
0: Hi, Rube. How are my merry master machinists today?
4: We're doing alright. Except this no-good anarchist comeback won't leave us alone! Um
0: uh hello, uh yes? I'm Niles Rigamortis Barrier the third, and um was there a a crowd applauding your interest just outside the door? No clue what you're talking about! Glad to meet you, pal. Put her there. Uh, yes, likewise. I'm late for a deadline, boy, so let's get down to brass tacks. What have you got for me today?
3: We've come up with a wonderful method by which Homer can feed himself.
0: Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I hate to to interject here, but um, uh, Homer cannot feed himself? No, you pea-brained commie. My legs don't work. Don't you know anything? Uh, well, I, uh, uh... you see, well, uh, actually, Don't mind uh,
3: him, friend. He's just upset that the Dodgers are moving to Los Angeles in ten years.
0: Uh, wait a minute, how did you... Where's the machine, Langley? I'm in a hurry!
3: Of course, of course. Step right over here and allow me to Demonstrate. We've added a series of contra-rotating encabulators that sync up perfectly with the deplanerated Marzell veins I installed in the kitchen, thereby cooking, preparing, and then delivering Homer's meal directly to him. So you were able to eliminate the Milfetrunians in your last invention? Yep. Thanks to that base plate of prefabulated amulite you let us borrow, it's now in tip-top shape right down to the cardinal gram meters. Now watch as the bucket gets lowered by the upper floor perambulator right down to the kitchen. It's going down. Still going. Just uh Just uh, give it a minute. Still going. It's all part of the design. Oh, not now. Now this is my favorite pop. Nearly there. Nearly there.
0: So, uh, uh Langley, I, I hate to interrupt, but uh, we, we, we're really going to commit to this gag,
3: we are? Oh, yes. We learned it from the goon show. <laughs> Nearly there now. Almost there. You know, I hate
0: to jump in, but there's got to be a way that, that, that perhaps. Nearly
3: people... there. Uh.
0: tracking that it's now at the bottom uh what happens now
3: now i go downstairs and put the food in the bucket
0: does down some Rugg the Third here, along with the Collier brothers. Mister Goldberg has left with some exciting ideas for his delightful cartoons, so it's back to just the three of us. Four, right? I I forgot Elizabeth. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. Uh, that actually that brings up a very salient point. Colliers, do you feel that your lifestyle is healthy?
3: I admit it's a little unorthodox. But as long as we've got enough money hidden in the walls to buy the occasional loaf of bread and spool of wire to rig up a generator from a rusty old Model T, chassis, we get along all right.
0: Yes, well, um, I I, I happen to know a thing or two about precariously stacked collections of heavy equipment surrounded by booby traps myself, and from what I've read, they're a pretty serious safety hazard. Our stacks are just fine. We don't need your commie
4: thought police telling us how to live.
3: What my brother means to say is that we feel our lifestyle is our business and that you are a dirty red rat.
0: I... Uh, I, I didn't mean to imply that any government intrusion was necessary. Oh, no, I just... I just wish to offer some perspective on... Uh, uh, Blasted, what was the white lie that I told both of you to get in here? Oh, oh yes, I remember. Uh, from a respected resource who that helps people with, um, uh, I- interesting lives professionally. Yes. Uh, I have a resource. May I bring him in? Another anarchist commie? Pardon, my French, but I think those are mutually exclusive.
3: Please pardon Homer's outburst. We'll listen to your friend graciously, and if he gives us any trouble... We'll drop them down the bottomless pit. You
0: have a bottomless pit?
3: Yes. Only one of four made by the Acme Company before they went bust. I'm attempting to acquire a second one from a particularly wiry character out west. I... Uh,
0: uh, uh, yes, okay. Look, this is all getting quite silly. I'm inviting the professional help I've acquired for you all in. Consequences be darned. Oh, Doctor,
4: would you come in, please? Hello, Homer, hello, Langley. Now, I've made millions by putting folks like y'all on the TV, so I think I know a thing or two about what y'all are dealing with. My first thought is that this is a classic case of poor parenting leading to a lack of structure in childhood. Did either of y'all go to military school?
3: Uh, no, we didn't.
4: Yeah, I figured. Now, look, I look around here, and I see newspapers, I see magazines, I see an old x-ray machine, This is not how normal people live. No, but we're cleverer than normal
0: people.
3: Oh, yes. That's why we don't go to doctors. We know much more than they do, and we know that by treating Homer, they would most likely leave him worse off than before. Oh ho.
4: Typical distrust in the system. It sounds like y'all had some troubled teenage years. I don't think... I know you don't think. Otherwise, you'd get a broom in here and you'd start clearing this mess up. Uh, now, Doctor...
0: I will point out, I think you're being a tad bit
4: harsh here.
3: Listen, friend, I don't appreciate your tone.
4: Do you think your brother appreciates wasting away in a rat-infested landfill rather than meeting his potential in a properly run military school? You, You know we're in
3: our 60s, right? Look, it's never too late for structure. I just don't think you understand the facts here. Homer is an invalid and he relies on me for food and water and basic sanitation. We can't just upset that routine and go enroll in a military school. Okay,
4: well, okay. Hmm, that's. This is very interesting. What I'm hearing is resistance to change. Well, that's the first sign that you're living in an unhealthy life addicted to your toxic habits. If you look around, what do you see? I can't see anything. I've been blind for decades. What I'm hearing is that you don't want to see your situation for what it is.
3: No, he's... he's literally blind.
0: Oh my, this isn't going anywhere. Well, I hate that it has to come to this, but I'm going to have to bring in the heavy artillery.
4: And military schools, come in.
1: Hello, hello. Excuse me. Now, I've seen this before. This is what I call a classic communication breakdown. None of you
4: are listening. Excuse me, but I'm the doctor here, and I do believe that I've got all of this under control. Under control? This is ridiculous. If this is
1: what you call control, I'd hate to see you running something structured like a military skewle.
4: No one's going to military school. Well, old men, for God's sake. You know, that's the oldest excuse in the book. But we are old. E- excuse me, gentlemen, can Is we... that
1: a horse's jawbone? What kind of cockamamie Mickey Mouse rigmarole joint are y'all running here?
3: We're not running anything. We live here.
4: You know, I wouldn't call it cockamamie. It's more amateur hour. I've seen amateur hour before, and if you look at it, this, is definitely not cockamamie. This is much more amateur hour. If you look over there at the human organs that are pickled in jars,
1: now you can't I've call been that a Doctor for 20 years, And I think I know a thing or two about cockamamory when I see two troubled old dudes surrounded by old umbrellas, rusty bed springs, and a pile of bowling balls who are talking at each other instead of with each other. Well, that's textbook communication breakdown, which is cock if I ever saw it.
0: Gentlemen, I, I believe this isn't... It. Would you please stop saying cock You all get out. Your podunk homespun gibberish isn't fixing
4: anything.
3: Now, Homer, they're just trying to help. You know, if
4: I were you, son, I'd take any help I could because if there's one thing that I've gleaned over the years is that without military school-
1: for once, you're right. If you Colliers keep this up, you're gonna end up living on the corner, flipping mailboxes over for kicks and scrounging in the dumpster for horse tranquilizers. (laughs) In fact, I've seen it before. In fact, I've noticed that I'm
0: blind and crippled. I can't flip anything
4: over. Please,
0: everyone, can we please calm down?
4: Mr. Haver's bottom biggles. Can you shut up? <clears throat> You're not listening to the one thing that I'm trying to articulate here, which is that military school would be a perfect alternative to the degenerate lifestyle that the uh, two of them Mr. have. Mr.
1: Phil, you're disturbing the complicated treatment that I'm trying to administer here, which is another good case of down-home tough love. You see, sometimes you got to give it to 'em straight in order What?
0: But but I
1: Yes, go away, you red perverts,
3: all of you. Please, excuse my brother. What he means to say is would you be so kind as to wait outside while we finish up with the doctors here, you unwashed communist pervert. I... Yes,
4: go away, uh, you red pervert.
0: I... wait, I... look, I... I'm not red, and, 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 and communism, and... I but uh uh but, but uh, hold on. that you're all agreed. Yes. yes. And you want the situation to become steady and less fraught with unrest. Yes. yes. Then then uh, wait a minute. It means that I've done it. I've saved the Colliers. <laughs>
3: Excuse me?
0: If I leave, you will listen to the doctor's fill, yes? Well,
3: I suppose.
0: We could give it a shot. And, and doctors, uh, you'll work together to treat these men and and help them work towards a life devoid of hoarding? so that they can spend
4: their golden years
0: happy and healthy?
4: Well, that's what I do. In fact, you'll find I'm quite experienced in this field and that multiple years of sending kids off to military school has helped- Well, what
1: my compadre here is trying to say is that I'm actually much better at homespun, wackadoodle, cockamamie self-help than my cohort doctor here. And... Yes,
0: this is wonderful. I, Niles, Philosopher Bottom, Stone, berry of the Third, have helped the Colliers adjust to the modern world. Ha <laughs> ha! A success! At last, a success! I'll have to crack open the Chateau Forty Nine with for this one. I'll be leaving then. Um, I'll go right now while the cure is sticking. Uh, goodbye. Farewell! Goodbye! Bye-bye, Have, good good bye
3: good Have a good day! And good luck!
0: I wish you all the best, Colliers! Oops! Oh, oh dear, I tripped on something.
3: Oh no! My booby traps! There! Oh no! Whoa. Help!
0: out quite well Uh, the colliers seem state and pleased i'm quite proud to announce that i niles havers of the third have cured the colliers compulsory conflicts completely copiously and in doing so have saved their sad dopey lives I'm curious, let's just pull up Wikipedia here, let's see how they fared, thanks to my intervention. Oh dear lord! Bats drank 26 liters of their blood? Effectively embalmed where they fell? Took three days to die? Flesh consumed by rats? Rats consumed by spiders? The building burned down in. Let's see here. I've uh, got to get the bifocals out. Uh, 1947. The building burned down in 1947, 1948, 1953, 1961. That burned down again in 1989. Uh, uh, and then it's still burning? I don't even see how that's scientifically possible, but then, then those colliers were quite inventive. Well, um, uh, never mind all that. Uh, let's just click Restore Old Edit and, uh, <laughs> timeline fixed. J- just, just, just like it was before. Oh dear. Um, join me next time when we go live to the Decomposing Skeletons at Waterloo in order to truly discover what sets Napoleon a bone apart on the next restry of History's
2: Mysteries. Hey, everyone. This is Aaron Fletcher-Smith. This is uh, the voice of Niles Higgins Boltonberry of the Third. Once again, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We, Dan and I definitely appreciate anybody tuning in, giving the Restory of History's Mysteries a shot. If you really like the podcast, if you really like our show and you want to help us out a little bit right now i have a paypal account set up we're kind of just using as a spare change jar it's restory podcast at gmail.com that's r-e-s-t-o-r-y p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com dan and i are finally at a point where uh, after after relatively hectic christmas time uh we've had an opportunity to start pricing what it's going to cost to uh, do some advertising and oh goodness gracious it is not cheap so if you want to support the show uh, it's definitely appreciated if you can't if you don't have the money you know it's just something you don't know, feel comfortable about it totally understand The whole idea behind Restory is just to enjoy it, for it to be fun, and for it to be free for everyone. But if you really enjoy what you hear, and you want to support what we're doing, uh, if you want to make any sort of donation to restorypodcast at gmail.com, it really would be much appreciated. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed
3: tonight's episode. Have a good night.